0: Hey, Grant Cardone here. Power Players I have today, both a Pro, uh, Power Player, Matt Monero is going to talk to you about money. Talk to me about money, why you need more money and why you need the book. You need more money, man. I know I inspired this title. <laughs> Dude, uh, you've inspired me to be me now, man. Man, I love that. Come on. we've we This guy's all over. He's CNN, CNBC, MSNBC. Can't even believe you go over there. But he's all over the TV right now talking to people about money. Yeah. Do they invite you back after you tell them, hey, you need more money? They
1: they are freaked out about it, and I'm so unabashed about it that that, uh, I don't know what to make of it. But they, but freaks. I just did this thing with Market Watch, and then um, the comments were horrendous. I mean, people just hate on this topic, right? And then it comes at me, and then some other outlet picked it up and said some finance expert got. Uh, slaughtered because uh-huh. of the comments, and they started quoting the people in the comments like I'm wrong, and the people in the comments are right.
0: Right, right, right. Because
1: right. I said you need to save 40% of your gross income to get ahead. Uh-huh.
0: I like that. I like the 40% rule, but it makes it impossible not for, a, for for people that are making 70
1: grand a year. Well, that's why you gotta make more money. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just that simple. It's not a matter of live where you are, uh-huh. it's go get more. Uh huh. Right?
0: So, this is going to be good for me to be on this side of this, right? Because then I get to be the questionnaire, not the the person assaulted for being the idiot. (laughs) I'll take the arrow. I'll take the arrow. So, first of all, why'd you write the book?
1: Look, I wrote the book because uh, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, John, Got diagnosed with cancer at 46, uh, and he died two years ago. He left a wife and four kids with no health insurance, wow, no life insurance, and hundred bucks in the bank. That's why I wrote this book. Wow. But what's amazing is since I wrote this book,
0: was he making money when when, when he?
1: I mean, he it was always a chicken and feathers existence for him, uh-huh. right? What, what was, does that mean? What's chicken? And it and was balance? it was up and down. He was in the car business. Why do they, and, they call
0: that chicken and feathers? Well, one I day never you're heard that term.
1: one day you're eating chicken, the next day you're eating feathers. Oh, you know? oh okay. So I've never heard that term. Uh, so it was, a, it was a huge tragedy. And you know my wife, Rocky. There was, yeah, she's awesome. There was, you couldn't have picked the worst person to take from her than her brother. I mean, they uh-huh. were thick as thieves, man. And then so for him to die with no money, Rocky and I took care of all the bills. We handled everything. But it didn't buy his health back. He still yeah. died almost one year to the day. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I said, man, there's a lot of people that are probably in this same spot. Yeah, yeah. And so I wrote the book. And since I wrote the book, I've had two scenarios in my life. Just recently, last week, one of, probably not one of, my best buddy in the world um, went to the doctor with some liver problems. He was diagnosed with liver cancer in mm-hmm. a short period of time to live. And then Rocky has a very close friend in her 50s who's, who's dying of this. So, so, so when we put our head and in... And the issue is
0: th- not that we're, we're all going to die, right? I mean, that is
1: not the issue. So, so what is it? like? like because... The issue is we're all going to die. So in my world, that doesn't even need to be that feared.
0: Uh uh
1: It's what happens to legacy and the people that we leave behind financially. And most people are completely clueless about it. And I have
0: three very close examples of how freaking important it is. Yeah. So like my dad died, as you know, when I was 10, he he did really well for, for my family. Like until the income stopped. And I think that, that people don't calculate. Like, we just don't look at a lot of things that can go wrong in our lives, whether it's bad health or death or the, the main income provider or some economic yeah. cataclysm. What is enough then, Matt? I mean, based on what you're looking at and, and, and talking to people about. Look, I, I believe, and the publisher, by the
1: way, made me take this out of the book, right? They said this will alienate who, the who, Americans. Who's it's the publisher? Penguin. Oh, my gosh. They will alienate. You guys. And so, so in the book I wrote an entire chapter. By the way, I wrote seventy five thousand words. This book is fifty one thousand words. They took out twenty four thousand words of content that I thought was important, right? But I wrote life begins at one hundred and fifty grand. Life gets better Uh at two fifty. Life gets real good at five hundred. And they said you must take that out. That's going to alienate the American people. And I said, but that's about how it is. Uh So that's how it is. In my
0: in my mind, so that's, that didn't are, get included in the book. They took it out. They okay. It. So we're going to give you guys some stuff that's not in the book. Okay. So you, yeah. When you get the book, it's at Amazon, right? Amazon, okay. Barnes and Noble, anywhere books you are sold. You need more yeah. money. Costs what? Twenty five bucks. Twenty. Twenty bucks. But you might need more money to buy the book. <laughs> Listen, I
1: don't want to be too harsh about it, but if you don't want to spend 20 bucks to help your money situation, don't buy the book. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to get it figured out.
0: Yeah. It is tax deductible, though. Just totally. want to keep that in mind for everybody. Um, so you're saying 150.
1: I'm saying life begins at 150, gets better at 250, gets real good at 500. That's annual income.
0: Okay, so let's just do some math here because you talked about the 100%. Let's just validate this 150. Um, At forty percent of one hundred and fifty, yeah, can I can I even do that? I'm saving. You're saying the forty percent rule is I'm putting away forty percent of my gross.
1: I'm saying you need to save forty percent of your gross. Now here's where this gets a little twisted, yeah. because that's really not the case. If you're in your twenties, you don't need to uh-huh. save forty percent in your twenties. You got compound interest that's going to help you out. But most people aren't saving in their twenties. Uh-huh. And they're not even saving in their 30s. So guess when they start yeah. to wake up and say, oh, shit, I'm behind. In your uh-huh. 40s, well, guess what? To make up that gap, you better start saving about 40% to make up the gap. Uh-huh. That's the reality of what's going
0: on out there. I know you know this, but yeah. but I don't understand. Well, but tell me about this thing you said about compound interest. Because you know, guys, I call anybody out on anything. Where does anybody get compound interest from today? Well, let's just say. What, I'm compounding what? A half of 1%? Well, let's just say, I mean,
1: if we use.
0: you got uh, uh, to do a lot of compounding
1: now. You need time. You need time and you need the right vehicle. So if yeah. you can pull, if you could pull in, a, in an index fund, if you could pull over time 4% and you put a few bucks in in your 20s and you kept funding it, you'll yeah. be okay. That's yeah. not the route I took. Yeah. Dude, I didn't have any money to put away in my 20s. Right. In my 30s, I was still trying to figure it out. How do I build a freaking business? I was reinvesting everything. There was no money uh-huh. in the early part of my 30s going into any savings whatsoever. So I had to make up the gap. And how do you make up the gap? You freaking save more money, and you make more money. So why can't,
0: why can't a guy then, 22 years old, he's making, I mean, who, how many 22-year-olds are making one hundred fifty grand? That would put him in the top 1% of all earners. Yeah. Hey, just that But it just sounds impossible. I'm going to be that chick at MSNBC. <laughs> sounds what you're saying is impossible. What's her name? Uh, I can't remember. No, the, 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 she, a, she does the Sunday oh, show.
1: Oh, uh, uh, it was uh, uh, J.J. Uh, Rams. J.J., yeah. JJ. yeah.
0: That sounds impossible, Mr. Monero, what you're saying. It's just yeah. impossible. Well,
1: here's what I would say. I would say, number one, um, most people are in the wrong platform. They are not in a business that is ever going to get them financially free. Uh-huh. Now, that does not mean, and a lot of people have that twisted around. I know we're on the exact same page here. People think that that means i got to go start my own gig. Dude, you do not need to start your own gig. 99% of people should not be in business for themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have the tolerance for pain that you and I have. Mm-hmm. And it's perfectly fine. Because there's a lot of amazing opportunities to be the entrepreneur, the guy underneath yeah, someone. Yeah. Jared is a Jared, perfect yeah. example in this office of that. Yeah, like the perfect example. Yeah. Of that, okay?
0: Ron Ron Seco is a perfect example.
1: Yeah. Todd is too. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, have a exactly. lot of guys yeah. that are in that spot. Yeah. Isn't that why people come to work for you too? Because they're like, everyone else oh, well, got me here, and now I can go here, yeah, here, and yeah. I don't have to be the big yeah. boss. I'm the big boss.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a bitch. Yeah. Okay. The stuff that we have to handle and deal with never goes away. We think about it Somebody all the time. Somebody
0: told me that day, they said, man, it's lonely at the top. I said, no, dude, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> lonely is not what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, am I doing the right thing? Of course. You know? because, so
1: you're saying it's impossible. Here's my stance. Yeah. You've got to skill up. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out, it's a big part of my book though, Grant Truly, is you really have to be totally aligned with what it is that you want your life to look like. Like, I know I have yeah. left millions of dollars on the table because I made a commitment very early on in my career when I didn't have any money that I wasn't going to screw. Yeah, customers. this
0: is chapter three, lifestyle by design. Lifestyle you're talking about, by right? design. Uh-huh. What
1: is it? So, yeah, tell me what is that? So, for me, it's literally what are your core values? Mm-hmm. What will you tolerate and what will you not tolerate? And that is very important to figure out. I kind of figured that out early. My stance was I wasn't going to take bribes, oh, yeah. right? I wasn't going to give bribes, and I was always going to do the deal that I thought was right for the customer. And by the way, I left millions uh-huh. on because, the table because, because, because you didn't take bribes. And I always did the deal that I thought was best for the customer, and I guarantee you I left tons of money on the table uh-huh. because the customers would have paid more. But I was, by the way, a self-esteem issue too, right? I was a
0: little bit, right, I right. was selling way so too cheap. So some of that life by design, I'm glad you brought that up. You you were designing your life at different ages where you're you look back now and you're like yeah I probably wouldn't have done that life by design. But I never had an ethical question, and uh-huh. that's an important
1: part because there's a lot of people going into platforms chasing money and they're giving up their ethics to chase yeah. the money. That always. Which, but in,
0: isn't the reverse of that true as well? A lot of people going into platforms chasing nothing. Yes. And and giving up their self. Totally.
1: Well, that's true too. Right. That's true too. We're gonna mean, we're gonna every, pay the
0: price. Oh, totally. Like so, the, the, so. So what Matt's saying here, just so I'm just going to give you a little bit of a, you know, the krill coming out of the whale, right? I'm I'm, I'm clarifying what he's saying. You guys, some of you, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, your life by design. And this, I talk about this in the 10x rule, man. You you can only write goals to where you can imagine. We just finished having 45 minutes in my office talking about some deals I'm doing. I know you're you're going to walk out of here saying, Did I? Got to go bigger. Got to go bigger. Totally. And you can't do that. You can't. You can't think big if you're surrounded by small thinking. Look, I don't want to get too deep in the mindset
1: because yeah. because everybody knows that about you. I mean, you're such a mindset guy. Yeah. But what you're talking about foundationally, dude, you have to put yourself in a bigger pond. Yeah. In order to get out of look, I my business grant was based on. I thought big companies grew at 3 to 5% a year, so if I grew at 15% a year, I was killing it. And right, I would right. use those stupid adjectives. How's business? Though. Oh, we're killing it. Well, how am I killing it? Well, you grew at 15%. Dude, when you're doing a million dollars a year in sales, you should be growing at 100, 200, right, right. 300% right, a year, right. not 15%. And that's a huge problem that happens with people mm-hmm. when it comes to their money. They want these small incremental moves, mm-hmm. and I'm here to challenge them to say that is not the way it needs to go. You can go from 70 grand to 150 uh-huh. in a very short period of time, and you fixed a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. And 150 to three, and three to six, because yeah. then the confidence starts to crank. You're saying it's
0: year. easier for a guy starting making 60 grand a year. Average income in America is 60 grand. Mm-hmm. It's easier for him to go from 60 to 100, than it is the guy to go from six million to 10 million. Uh, I
1: I would say so if they're willing to
0: pay a price. Right. So so let's go back. I want to tie these two two things together. You, you talked about the 40 percent rule. I agree with the 40 percent rule. Guy's making 60 grand a year. He lives in Miami. You live in Atlanta, right? I live in Dallas. You live in Dallas. Very similar to Atlanta. Yeah, it is. I confuse them all the time. Yeah, it is. Dallas, yeah. Atlanta. Totally. Yeah. So you live in Dallas. I'm making 60 grand. That means I would have to save 24000 That seems impossible. Right. It is impossible. So what's the only I gotta solution? I got to live on 36 grand.
1: So what's the only solution? Go make more money. Money. Uh-huh. By the book, I show you exactly how to do it. I give you the roadmap. The first part of the book is the wake up call, the second part is the roadmap. The step by step process that I took to get myself out of broken into what some people might consider rich.
0: So if I make a hundred, let's say that guy gets out, he does what you say in the book, he yeah. goes from sixty to a hundred, now he's saving 40000 we thousand. You're gonna live pretty frugally, don't you think? He's gonna live on sixty grand a year, get five thousand dollars a month.
1: Perfect, just, taxes the and taxes. just the way it should be. Just the way it should be. Uh-huh. Good. What does that mean just the way it should be? It means it means that's if you're not a you, life by design, dude, if you want to get ahead financially, you yeah. got to pay a price. Period. And if that price means you get to squirrel away 40Gs a year and you still get 5 grand a month? Uh-huh. Dude, that's you can live just fine for a couple years. So like I that.
0: went from 60 grand to 100 grand. I made more money, but I didn't get a better car. I hope not. I didn't get a watch. Dude, I hope I hope you're I, living ridiculously
1: frugal because here's the I bottom line. I can't
0: even get a, a designer jeans. I don't care about any of that
1: shit. You shouldn't get any of that stuff. You have to uh-huh. pay a price. When do I get the design so here's the, the
0: watch and the car?
1: Here's the deal. Uh, and I think we're actually on the exact same page on this. I argue in the book that until you have $50,000 liquid cash, you are still broke. Mm-hmm. The next phase of wealth turns into accumulation mode, and that's mm-hmm. the stack and mm-hmm. rack piece, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think is, by the way, really interesting because I think everybody knows... Your story, right, before 25, and obviously they see this incredible success now. But I, what I don't think a lot of people know is what that 30 to yeah. 42,
0: yeah. 12 years yeah, looked yeah, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, tell me, just give me a little bit well, on you know, that for a second. Well, you know, it's interesting because Michael Burt, you know, Coach okay, Burt, yeah, he sure. said, uh, y'all, I think y'all did something in Vegas yeah. together. He said, you really should do a thing about how to go from millionaire to, to the multimillionaire thing. I think he's trying to figure, he, he's running up against, okay... This is hard now. This is where it gets because you gotta put stuff at risk. I just had John Hugh, a Chinese kid in here, and he's coming in, man, he's bumping up against Yeah. How do I I, I accumulated this, I don't want to lose this. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, those those years are difficult. But one thing I didn't do was I didn't buy expensive cars, designer, jeans, and watches. And you stacked and racked. I stacked, stored, and then invested. And then deployed. The big mistake that I made, made was that I started, I started coasting, because I had a bunch of people around me telling me how good I was doing. How many years do you think you coasted for? Oh man, dude, at least uh, from, from, fifteen years.
1: Fifteen years. that's
0: oh yeah, so stupid.
1: Oh my gosh, no kidding.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have been, I should have been, I should have been buying deals the whole time. Mm. I should have been doing what I'm doing right now with the real estate. But were you getting tired? You were like, no, I wasn't getting tired. I was bored. I was, uh, yeah, I was exhausted all the time because I wasn't doing enough. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, That's such an important thing. I saw you do something recently where you said you need to force your people to work because yeah. when they work, that's when they get energized. And yeah. it's so yeah. true, Yeah.
0: So, you're, so your point about that was what? The, my the point, in-between place.
1: Well, I think my point is that um, we have to understand the three phases of wealth. Poor. Mm-hmm. accumulation and rich. And i mentioned that to you before and you added that fourth one which was wealthy and I actually referenced that in the book, right? Wealthy is indestructible yeah, wealth, yeah, right? Yeah. But but I'm that's not you really You gave me credit it. for that. I did. You, oh, this you. book that's is not written for people who are looking to do that. This is no. this book is written for people who just want to leave more than what they currently have. So we got three phases of wealth. Broke, okay. accumulation and rich. Broke is defined as under 50 G's liquid. Okay. Now I don't know why I picked that. It's my version of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who talks about that? Yeah, yeah, nobody. Nobody talks about what these real numbers should be. Now, here's where yeah. it goes from there. Got me. I got buddies. who would be like, 50 grand, I'm broke. Of course, but there'd be a lot of people who say, 50 grand. I don't have 500. Yeah. How can I get but 50 But is that grand? true, dude? Is 50 grand really like any money? Dude, that's... Uh, when you're coming from nothing, it's something. Only, okay, so it's only it's only
0: a real number because... I'm in poverty.
1: Yes, because here's where the next real number comes from. It's a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because let's look at it. Uh, And even in Cardone capital, for example, or any of the deals that I've done, yeah, whether they're real estate deals or investment deals, the starting number is a hundred G's. Nobody wants you to play with them unless you can put in a hundred that to me, my experience is that's the starting number. So then we gotta go from 50 to 100 liquid and investable. We talked, you and I talked about this before, this reserve account. Like that reserve account is the only reason that I've survived, that I was so disciplined that I took money from this bucket and I put it into this bucket and I never touched it. Mm -hmm. Like never would tap into it. I don't care what the emergency was. Even if I had it in there, I would still say we can't do it, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's this I'm in accumulation mode. This is a power statement that I put in a book where people need to stop saying I can't do it and they need to start saying I'm in accumulation mode. Yeah, yeah. And when I started to say that to people, they were like, well, tell me what And
0: that you're happened. not accumulating cars and watches and designer jeans, you're accumulating cash. Yeah.
1: And you're stacking and racketing in this reserve account and you're preparing for when that final deal that you you watched all the other people get, right? Yeah, and you've yeah. been saying, Where, well, yeah. how come those deals don't come across my eyes? Yeah. Because then it comes across and then you can do it. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. As you say, yeah. you can pull the yeah. trigger and you yeah. can actually make the move
0: yeah. on it. So, so the, the hundred, the hundred uh, because one of the things I do with the hundred is if, if I'm not willing to put a hundred grand into a deal, because the hundred gets, that's a serious number to me. It is. I'm like, okay, that's a big number. Sure. Ten Gets grand. attention. I, one thing I've, I realized was, like, I would play with six and eight and ten, or four or two, but when you get to 100, you don't go buy $100,000 worth of Bitcoin. <laughs> but
1: you'll lose you six or eight or ten because exactly. you're not putting any attention on it. Yeah, but so, 100, you're like, so hey, how are we doing today?
0: If I'm not willing to invest 100, I don't look at the investment. Yeah. And that's really for me, not for the guy taking money from me. It's like, I don't, I don't... That, that's how I make a decision, because it becomes enough to where I'm like, I don't want to risk that. So why,
1: why do I start to come up with these numbers yeah. and even have the balls to talk about it in a book and take the hate for it? Because when you really begin to expand it out, it gets us to the next point of the book, which is the money has moved. And so mm-hmm. everything is more expensive. I'll give you an example. I graduated college in 1991. When I graduated college to be in the top one percent of earners in America, you needed to make a hundred grand. Today that number is three hundred and eighty four thousand. Mm-hmm. And yet people still What's think the that number again? So 384 three hundred eighty four is the number today. Eight,
0: four three commas. No, one comment. Three
1: hundred eighty-four thousand to be in the top one percent of earners today, and yet lots of people still think a hundred grand means I can do whatever I want. Yeah, the money's moved. Yeah, yeah. and people don't understand this. Right. So then, if we begin to expand, which I take it out, then we get to this million dollar number, mm-hmm. right? Which is something I've heard you mention many times, and I agree completely. If you have a million dollars, by the way, average Social Security benefit in America is fourteen hundred and sixty-six dollars right? a month a month Uh so if you're getting three percent on your tax-free municipal bonds on your million bucks right that's thirty grand if I'm getting what if you're getting say three percent let's just say you have a million bucks saved up towards the end and you said I I have to put in the most conservative investments and you put it in tax-free municipal bonds yeah and they're paying three percent so your million is throwing off thirty G's yeah Plus your Social Security benefit, yeah. right? Which is about another sixteen, seventeen thousand. So you're living on forty-six, forty-seven thousand yeah. dollars a year, yeah. and yet you thought when you'd be a millionaire, you'd be going to Tuscany yeah. and you'd be on the RV, cruising the country. Oh, dude, I thought
0: I was going to be on a big two hundred foot yacht or something. It'll so he, a million dollars. So here's the toughest message out of the
1: book, man. And this is, I think, what I've gotten the most hate from, is that you need more money than you think. Yeah. And, and this,
0: this is the money mindset, really. Like,
1: it's the money mindset, it's the wake-up call that uh-huh, says uh-huh. we are all thinking too small mm-hmm. and some are living so close to the edge like people I've loved that it put a tremendous burden on me and my wife and now a tremendous burden on his wife and his four yeah, kids. Yeah, the
0: community. Dude, it, it's... The family, the, the network, the people that depend on you, Right. It's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. And this is where I think that, that that people are not told the truth. Like I mean, if you really told the truth about the 50 grand, you'd probably drop it from the book. What do you mean? I mean, mean, if you if you were telling me the truth, if I was your brother and you weren't make you weren't writing a book. I don't think you would I don't think you would encourage me to to, to have 50 grand as the number. Mm. That's because, an interesting point, right? Because look it that means I die and only got 50 grand. Elena, the wife, and the kids have four grand a month for 12 months. So let's talk about that for a second. I, she's dating the next day. <laughs> here's the thing. She's calling John at home. John.
1: <laughs> That's work for me? Yeah. Look, here's here's a beautiful part about it, though, Grant. I'm yeah. not selling any insurance. Or anything. Yeah, but yeah, you can yeah, hedge yeah. your brokenness yeah, yeah. with insurance. So for... My brother-in-law could have... what does that mean now? So so people say, here's the thing. People say, I can't do what you're telling me. Uh-huh. It seems like a pipe dream, right? And my response well, to that is... What part can't
0: they do? They, they can't, can't make the money? They can't, they can't rich. earn more They money. can't they be can't a millionaire.
1: Earn. They can't make more money. All this stuff that I put in the book, they push back against uh-huh. it and say, not for me. Yeah, yeah. That's somebody else's yeah, world. Yeah. And my response to them, not true, number one. But number two, you have the ability to fix... A problem through insurance. Example, for $50 a month, mm-hmm. someone can buy a term life insurance policy, 20 years, 30 years. Say it's $100,000. $100,000 worth of insurance. My brother-in-law, for $50 a month, he pissed it away at dinners all the time and on iPhones and all that wow, stuff. Wow, wow. If he left his wife and his three child, four children with $100,000. It would have been something. Dude, it would have been Everything would have changed. Yeah, yeah. In his mind, that year that he lived with the guilt yeah, of yeah. what's going to happen, right? That we talked about. Uh-huh. He and I on his deathbed talked about at length about how did I let it happen? He would say, "How did I? How did I not put enough money away that I'm uh-huh. leaving my family? How did I not buy insurance?" Right. This is your brother, brother. My brother-in-law, but yeah. we were, but, you know, Rocky and I have been together forever. So yeah. I was. Dude, he was
0: selfish. Him.
1: I've heard you say that before. I mean, and it's a powerful statement. But if you don't get your money right, it is you caring more about you yeah. than it is the people that you're working yeah. for. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: It's a big deal. What you just said is like crazy be, for be, most be, people, look, but look, it's true.
0: I, I, I car, as you know, I sell cars for a living. I watch people. I watch people. I preyed on people because, you know, they wanted a bigger car they couldn't afford. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, I'll put you in it. Mm-hmm. I'll even make sense of it. Like, like if you're even wandering, wandering, like thinking BMW, yeah. I'll get you to pay for it. And they do it to you every day. The whole, you guys need to know the whole world's preying on you every day. But, but here's
1: the bottom line, Grant. If you follow these steps in this book, I believe anybody has the ability to fix their money situation. Mm-hmm. If you skill up, if you become an expert, if you figure out how to handle risk, right? Risk is such a freaky thing for most people, but the reason people feel risk is is because they haven't done the research and analysis, and so they stay in the risk world. How else do you buy? Does one guy buy one door, and you buy five thousand doors? Mm-hmm. How, how? I mean, think, I look at it in my business because I'm selfish. No, because you've done the research and analysis to understand greedy, what risk means. I'm I'm a greedy no, bastard. No, it's not, none of that, dude. It's none of that. Anyone who says that is a it's so, retard is so right? ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That thought is ridiculous.
0: It has nothing to do with that. But you know what's really ridiculous? And this is why I say, hey, what side of ridiculous you want to be on? I'm the same guy that couldn't pay $275 a month for rent. Yeah. Um, don't don't worry about it. I, I couldn't like like I couldn't I couldn't like my credit score was bad. I didn't have any money. Couldn't make sense of anything. And and until I started doing what you're saying, like first thing I had to do was get my skills up. I had to get my income up. Have to get your. So where does, where does somebody get started before we before we go? First of all, the book the books at Amazon it's waiting for you yep. right now. You need more money, okay? Matt's my friend. Get the book, and I'll get Matt to sign it for you. All right, we'll work something right. out. I'll send yep. he'll send your card, insert it in the book. All right, and and. Um, where do people start? I'm making, I'm making 50 grand a year right now. Yeah. So I think the first thing you got to start is
1: back to those core values grant. What, what is it that you're going to tolerate and what are you not going to tolerate? Uh-huh. Because, dude, a lot of people are going down paths that, that are not going to serve them well. Yeah. They're chasing the dollar and they're giving up their soul to do it. And I don't agree with that. I'm not uh-huh. saying that you have to be holy about it. You just don't want to be screwing people. Uh-huh. Dude, I've been in business a long time. It Do you all you think comes there's a back. lot
0: of people screwing people out there?
1: I, I was just at this event um, recently and some guy gets up there talking about how you sell products on the internet and every word out of his mouth was here's the hack, here's the hack, here's the hack. Uh-huh. None of these posts are legitimate, da 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 all these pictures are staged. So I'm like, I mean, it's not how I roll. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. And so
1: if, if yeah. you're teaching people that's how they roll, dude the, that the roost comes back.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It ain't for me. And I wanna run clean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I always have. Yeah, I think most of the people watching this do too. I, I'm I'm concerned that the people watching screw themselves the other way. Okay, ten fourth. You, you mean they're screwing
1: turn? Inter- they're screwing themselves dude, internally dude, rather than screwing. The core customers.
0: values is not just being honest with others. It's like you guys got to yeah. get honest with yourself. Sure. Quit telling yourself you can't do something about it. Yeah. So look, we want to fix. We want to. I think my in. dad. My dad. My dad wouldn't screw anybody. But I think my dad got a little blindsided because. He, he thought maybe he was gonna live forever or something, or that he bought enough insurance. Yeah, like I don't. I think everybody's not predicting what the future brings.
1: Well, I saw the future firsthand. I uh-huh. saw it with my brother-in-law. I'm seeing it currently with right. my best friend. My wife's seeing it with her very close friend. Dude, I'm living
0: this. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm living this firsthand, of. What, what, I just literally last week got the phone call from my buddy. Hey, uh, I'm going to go see the doctor tomorrow and, you know, I got something going on with my liver. Wow. Okay, call me, let me know how it goes. Eighty-five percent of his liver is eaten up with cancer. The rest is metastasized to his bone. He's 48 years old. He's my closest friend in the world. Oh, my God. Right? He's got a wife and two kids. Now, he does have a few bucks. Uh So that's a little different, right? How Um, how much
0: money do you think he's got? uh,
1: I think he's got about seven million bucks. I Uh think his wife will be left with about seven million bucks. She'll be okay, right? But, um, but you know, he
0: wants more. Yeah. Here's the yeah, sad part. He, she's going to be concerned. Well, you guys really do the you math bet. on that deal. If, she, if she's 47 years old, she's got 40 years, man. If she can't produce new income and doesn't know what to do with that $7 million,
1: Here's you know? the sad part about her. Yeah. And my buddy's situation, just on a side note. If he, ha- if he if the next 10 years, Grant, all that strategy that he put in place yeah that seven million would have turned into big numbers for right him. right he needed that right. next 10 years you know uh-huh. but you don't know that stuff so yeah. now what's going to happen is she's going to she's going to contract and yeah. she's going to be a squirrel that just hoards those nuts totally and that upside that he was preparing for right that next role that next play never going to happen
0: yeah she got 12 grand a month She can live on Without earning another penny, she can exhaust twelve grand a month. Anybody can live on that. Most of you out there watching, you don't have that $7 million problem. You haven't gotten, he gave you two great situations, his brother-in-law and his best friend. One guy got enough, could have done more, maybe doesn't need to. And you don't need to if it's just your wife and your kids you're trying to take care of, but if it's your church you're trying to take care of, a legacy... Well, you know I think what? The it's company is shut down the next day. Dude, it's all of it. My
1: point is, he work well, at a company. No, he owns his own business. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. But that's probably not going to make it. He'll shut down. That business will shut down. She's not going to keep feeding it. Nope. Yeah. And she doesn't know how to run it. Yeah.
0: So it's over. So you see, so that's over. So a bunch of employees, if that's part of your extended family, this is what nobody prepares for. What I know will happen in that situation yeah. is
1: is they will all start looking at gas prices again. Right. Right. When you uh, got a machine that spits out tokens, you're not looking at gas prices. Right, you're right. just filling up, right? Yeah. But yeah. the minute that condenses, yeah, you're like yeah. well, three dollars a gallon. Yeah. Well, yeah I'll go yeah. to eighty-seven at two sixty-five, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It changes yeah. everything. Yeah. I know that happened. When hey when guys, you get curious.
0: yourself in the position. Okay, I talk about this all the time. I really appreciate Matt taking the time to write the book. You need more money? Grab your copy today at Amazon. I'll get Matt to sign it for you. You Need More Money. You, you know that's true. Money. Come on, John. I love the title. You Need More Money. Right? You Need More Money. Who's got it? Matt's going to show you how to get it, how to skill up to get it, and how to get the people around you thinking the same way. Matt, thanks for being here thanks, today. Thanks, buddy. Okay. I love you, man. Okay. That's our episode this week
1: with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central
0: as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.